His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Question for you this morning. What, uh, what's something that took you a very long time to finally achieve? I'll tell you about Toby Mac. This guy's been playing golf since he was like 16. He's in his 50s now. And this happened on the golf course for him. Here's the ball, Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, rolls over, drops in, doesn't even hit hard. It's like, like it was a perfect shot. A first hole in one in a lot of years of golf. Let's freaking go. <laughs> you go, Toby. Yeah, he was like... Super stoked that he finally got a hole-in-one after all these years. You do the math. He's 53 now. He's been playing since he was 16. That's an, a long, long time. So what's something that took you a long time to finally achieve in this life? It could be a hole-in-one. It could be anything at 800-447-7234. We got a text from Joe that just came in. He says, still three classes away, but completing a business degree I started in 1986. Go, Joe. That's amazing. That is pretty awesome. And mine, I guess, uh, I'm really excited because over Thanksgiving, I get to finally see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in person. You're going? I am going. No. And that is something I've been dreaming of since I was a little kid. Although, it would be even better if I could be a balloon handler. I was going to ask. Oh, but I'm still I'm working doing. on that. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Jim. Is this like a, a Christmas gift or something for you? No, we're just You're going just as gonna a family. make it happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Okay, how about you? What is something that took you a long time to finally achieve? 800 447 7234. You can join in the conversation this morning. It's his radio and his morning crew. His morning crew. Took me to my mid 20s to finally see snow for the first time. That was the coolest thing. And with Toby Mack, who's a friend of ours, who finally made a hold of one after 37 years of playing golf, he's like, finally, I've achieved something. Well, what about you at 800-447-7234? Something that you achieved later on in life. Finally got there. For Hope, uh, she went to her first prom at age 44 with her husband. I love this story. And her husband even made her wrist corsage. She's so creative. It was a Christian prom at uh, held in Spring Lake, hosted by her friend's church. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Mid-40s are going to the prom. Yep. That's, and he made the, the, what do you call corsage. it? Corsage. That is awesome. So sweet. What about you, Tabitha? Later in life, something you finally achieved. Just bought a house um, last year. And we just got a new car, so you know, it's an under it's an understatement to say that God's been good. Man, you're not kidding. Later on in life, finally getting your own first house. Don't have to rent an apartment or a house anymore. That's mm. cool. That must be a good feeling. Yeah, I'm gonna get a car soon. Yeah. I think Jim, you've achieved a lot later in life. Uh, not yet. <laughs> Not well, I yet. just mean you were pretty old when you got married. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did have a 10-year-old when he was in his 50s. Or no, no. No. The baby was born was, in your 50s. When I was 50. 50. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he just turned 50. Barely. Yeah. Well, what about you? Something that took a long time to finally achieve. Man, can you imagine the stories this morning? 800-447-7234. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Started thinking this morning about those things that it took a while to finally achieve. It's It's been a while since you've been able to do that. 800-447-7234. A couple of calls and texts are coming in. Yeah, Karen texted, I ran my first half marathon at age 49. Wow. 
You know what is something I worked really hard on? For What's two that? years it took me to read the Bible cover to cover. Oh, really? Yeah, it took me two years. How did it change But I you? did it. Well, I just felt like, you know, after saying I was a Christian for like, you know, 15 years, I should probably read the whole thing. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, and I don't know. I, I just wanted to know what was actually inside of it rather than studying just little bits and pieces at a time. So my husband, he reads the whole Bible every year. He starts it on his birthday, but I'm a lot slower than that. So <laughs> and I was just inspired by him. So I, I said to you try need it. pictures anyway. Like, instead of reading? No, included. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, man, I'm a jam. Yes, you are now. You watch it. Samuel's along with us. What about you, Samuel? What what took a while, a long time to finally achieve? I became a pastor at the age of 44. No, dude. How'd that come about? Well, in my early 20s, I was called to preach, and I ran from God, like many of us do, from the calling. And I had some unfortunate events take place in my life. When my father passed two years ago, I made a promise to myself and to my mother that I would fulfill the calling of becoming a pastor. And now where's your church? I am serving at First Baptist Church Cross Hill. That's <laughs> so great, Samuel. Congratulations to Pastor Samuel. Thank you very much. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Things that you achieved later on in life. That's the discussion this morning. All started with Toby Mack. You know the guy we play on his radio, this dude? It took him 37 years to finally make a hole-in-one. He's been playing golf that long. So we started thinking about you at 800-447-7234. We're even hearing from Patrick. What's your story, Patrick? I've been in the coffee industry for about 10 years, and I finally was able to take out a loan and get my first coffee roaster. So I'm going to start roasting my own coffee. Nice. That sounds like it's been a dream for a long time for you. It has. It really has. It's been uh, a long time coming. My dream is to own my own coffee shop and roast my own coffee and that dream by by god's grace is finally coming true yeah, uh, allison actually inspired me earlier today when she said she finally read through the whole bible after 15 years of being a christian yeah i was in my early 30s when, and it took me two years to read through the whole thing but we just got a text from cheryl she said i started reading the bible january 1st and i'm just at chronicles so <laughs> keep going cheryl you can do it don't give up, especially when they start going through. He became that, oh, begot, and he got, yeah. got that one, and that one begot another one, and they're all begots and all over the begots. Yes, yeah, stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> Do not give up. That's my favorite part. The begots? Yes. The begotitudes. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Those things that you've achieved later in life. Took a long time getting there at 800-447-7234. The calls and texts are coming in. I think this will be a lifetime achievement for Jim Mann because he says he's going to do this text that just came in with a British accent. So go ahead, Jim. Uh, not really. I'm going to do it with a Baltimore accent, which is much better. Anyway, uh, this is from Adam. He has not seen an NFL game until he was 27 years old when he watched the Panthers beat the 49ers in 2016. Of course, he adds, hashtag, keep pounding. That didn't even sound British or boston -ish. It wasn't either. It was Baltimorean. <laughs> <laughs> We're hearing from uh, Don. So, Don, what about you? I've got two quick things. Um, after trying to become pregnant for 20 years, at the age of 38, my husband and I adopted our first son, and I got pregnant at 39 for the only time ever and had our second son. They are 13 and 14 now, 
and the biggest blessings of my life. And at the age of 50, I started following a um, diet program. It's a way of eating called Trim Healthy Mama, which uses natural proteins and foods. And it's just a healthy, balanced way of eating. And I've lost 175 pounds. How does that make you feel? Blessed is the only word I can I can come up with. What's next for you, you think? Um, I am going to become a uh, healthy living coach for uh, the way of eating that I follow and um, hopefully share joy with other people and use it as a Bible study tool. They're a Christian organization that uh, they were pastor's kids that um, have designed this way of eating through a lot of research and um, development. So I'm going to become a coach. More than just pretty voices. So Toby Mac, you know this guy right here. Been playing golf for 37 years. The other day, he finally made a hole in one. He's like, it's been so long. I've never done this ever. And it happened. He even showed us on Twitter what that experience felt like for him. So I'm happy for him. Isn't that nice? Ah, Toby, make another hole in one for us, would you? <laughs> so we started thinking about, you know, those things that take a long time to finally achieve at 800-447-7234. Russell in Richmond Hill says, I am proud of my brother, Ken Lake Jr., who is finishing his MBA next month at the age of 46. Way to go, Ken. Okay, so here's Christian. He's along with us. What's your story, Christian? Hey, listen, so I'm 48 years old, and I went to Sunday school, and I did this, and I did that, but I have, I'm only just now starting to really read and study and uh, I've never read the Bible all the way through. I've never, I've never read Job or Esther and all this other wonderful stuff. But I'm just now, you know, finished reading Proverbs and uh, Psalms and uh, Timothy and Ecclesiastes and Ephesians and, and, and that stuff. But I just read Isaiah recently. Isaiah spoke to me the, the, the most, you know, just recently. I'm on my journey. I'm getting through it. Pray for me and I'll pray for my family. Yeah, we'll pray for you and your family. And what an inspiration you are, Christian. I mean, you're proving that it is never too late to work on your faith. Yeah, absolutely. And if you feel that little tug from the Holy Spirit to get into the Word more, just pick it up and start. (laughs) More than just pretty voices. Well, I'm Rob Dempsey along with Allison Storm and Jim Mann. We started thinking about those things that you achieve. It took a long time to finally get there at 800-447-7234. Yeah, we're also getting all of these first day of school picks one from Ella Grace with her sidekick Praline the dog and uh, it's just cute she's starting the first day of seventh grade love it it is you know what Al's calling I think it's about that as well what is it Al first day of school for my 12 year old seventh grade going back to Wake Christian Academy we pull in on campus and they have banners on light poles as we're pulling in and it says be an example first Timothy 412 she just gets so excited because that was the verse they learned at TBR this summer. What's TBR? TBR, Teen Valley Ranch in Western North Carolina. That's so cool. What an awesome experience she must have had. Oh, great. It was it was wonderful. And it was a God thing that what she had learned at TBR this summer was going to be the school's verse for the year. And she was just so excited. What a great way to start first day of school. 
We're just looking forward to a great year, and we listen to you guys every single morning. And just thank you so much for how you lift everyone up and bring everyone to know the Lord. We're, uh, I'm a more than mission mission partner. Texted you guys a picture of her this morning on our first day. Oh, man, Al, we got the picture, too. She looks so happy mm-hmm. to be back in school, the seventh grade, and learning what she learned at camp over the summer and applies it immediately first day of school. That's pretty cool, Al. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's his radio's 100 Days of Summer. Time to give away another great family staycation. Here is who we're looking for on His Morning Crew right now. Jennifer Warner. Time to claim your staycation. So Jennifer has a husband named Michael and four children, Carly, Allison, Sophie, and Micah. They homeschool their kids, and they attend a Baptist church, and they love listening to his radio in the car. Okay, so if you happen to know that family, make sure you text Jennifer Warner right now and let her know she has about 10 minutes to call in and claim that staycation right now. Call 800-447-7234 in the next 10 minutes to claim your family staycation. Your time starts now. Uplifting and encouraging. It's his radio's 100 days of summer. Time to give away another great family staycation. Okay, let's see if we're going to hear from her. Who is this? Jennifer Warner. Jennifer, finally, we get to hear from you. Congratulations. My friends have just been calling. I've been calling and calling and couldn't get through. (laughs) How would you like a staycation at the Linville Caverns? Oh, that would be awesome. You got a pretty big family, girl. I do have a big family. Four kids that we love and are blessed with very much. Yeah, and all homeschooled. So have you started back to school yet? No, I am a firm believer that nothing like that happens till after Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. All right, so you still got some time to enjoy summer. Yes. Keep listening for your chance to win a great family staycation. Register your family today at hisradio.com. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'm looking for Waldo. Oh. Ah, don't you love those books? Where's Waldo? I do. I love them. Ah, I spent weeks. In fact, my whole summer's like that as a kid. And I found Waldo at the end of the summer and went back to school. Very nice. (laughs) That's why I was so pale. But, uh... You know what I'm talking about? That little strange-looking guy with a striped shirt. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. He's got the big old glasses. Well, somebody with too much brain power decided to make a little robot, artificial intelligence, that's called There's Waldo. And what it does is you open up the book and, you know, to that page, and it does a little facial recognition thing and finds Waldo and ruins it for everybody. That does take the joy out of finding Waldo. <sighs> Man, I do not want this for Christmas, okay? Don't buddy, nobody get it for me, because that'll make my summer shorter. Is he using reverse psychology on us and he really wants it for mm. Christmas? Please, please, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be my friend. It even has like a, a sick uh, baby doll hand to where it points. I don't know why, why is it I did that. Sick? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Where's Allison from? That's kind of sick. But anyway, it says, uh, 
mean, you watch this world coming to us, ruining it for all of us. Mm -hmm. Waldo cannot hide You're anymore. You're just jealous because this thing finds Waldo way faster than you. <laughs> That's true. We should put them to a race. Yes. Who can find Waldo the fastest? It just takes me all summer. And this does it in you know, a couple seconds. Mm. It shouldn't I, really take you all summer to find one of Waldo. What? In one of those pages. People have done it faster? Uh, yeah. That's incredible. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Baby Nathan may only be six months old, but it's clear that he loves his daddy very much. His daddy's in the military and is deployed. So Nathan's mom had a doll made out of a photo of daddy. And when they gave the doll to Nathan, his whole body reacted with excitement. Papa, where's your daddy? Who is that? Give daddy kisses. Give daddy kisses. These are called Hug-A-Hero dolls, and they're just such a sweet way to keep parents close while they're deployed or, you know, away from home. Oh, so you can make these things if you want mm -hmm. to. That is cool. I love that. Are they yeah. life-size? Because if it's true, <laughs> his dad is very small. <laughs> um, no, these are not. his dad is not a gnome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. No. You know. I'd say this doll is probably 12 inches, and it's a full-body photo of his dad wearing his military uniform. And so that way, when they show it to baby Nathan, he, he just feels close to his daddy. That is so cool. So sweet. And when he grabs it and hugs it. I know. That is just, yeah, that is precious. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I am hangry. Let's talk pizza. Rob's favorite meal. <laughs> it used to be back in the day. Uh, yeah, back when we were young toddlers. Pizza. My wife actually made cauliflower pizza last night. And it's good, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Could she make it so you can actually pick it up with your hand? Yes. Okay, I have not figured she's, that out. She's discovered it. Tips. Can, can we get back to my story? <laughs> no, we're talking about cauliflower pizza. <sighs> you ain't going to find that in Chicago. Why? Because that's home of the deep dish pizza. Mm. Right? So, they now house the museum, the U.S. Museum, Pizza Museum. Huh? Is that exciting? I didn't know. I mean, I figured there was one already that existed. So, wrong. this is the first yeah, one? You figured wrong. Hmm. It's been online and in pop-up stores, something like that, but now it's got a home there in Chicago. Why Chicago? Because that's home of the deep dish pizza. Okay. Of course, New York. They have a pizza place or two there. Yeah. And there you have like a thinner crust pizza. So they're always, you know, arguing with Chicago. They say, in fact, the mayor tweeted, say that the uh, deep dish pizza is not really pizza. What? I don't know what it is. Is it a cake? For crying out loud. So that shows uh, that's too smart. But yeah, I think New York is just upset because they didn't have the museum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, hey, why can't there be two museums? There's enough pizza boxes to go around. That's basically what's in this place. Cans of tomato sauce and pizza boxes. That's it. <laughs> and some shirts. Even... I can't wait to visit. <laughs> yeah. Don't they even make a pizza there? Uh, no, you gotta go next door. So, Jim, pizza Hut. what's your favorite? Uh, Deep dish or do you like the New York style? Yes. Rob, Allison, and Jim. You know that I am a uh, professional world record holder. Guinness World Record. There he goes. I've been there again. several times. Again. All right. Record the pillow fight and then something with a ball, right? Yeah. Dodgeball. Yeah, his name's not in it, but he's with thousands of people that have been in Guinness they World They took Record. my name. It's probably in there. Okay. Haven't seen it yet. That's well, you haven't looked. Oh, yeah, we have. <laughs> 
Anyway, it was me and 10,000 of my closest friends in these records. However, that, that makes me uh, able to talk about this, another world record. Um, broken by Asbury First United Methodist Church in Rochester, New York. It's a very important record. Are you ready? Please. The most people playing hopscotch at the same time. <laughs> okay. Why couldn't I have been in on that? The record was 650, and they broke it by a lot. They went over 700. Nice. Huh? Mm-hmm. They did it as kind of a community thing, bringing people together in this world of division. They thought, hey, hopscotch, that is the answer. So they did it, and uh, now they're in the World Book Records alongside of me. It's a lot of chalk in their parking lot, man. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do the 700 uh, little thingies. Little thingies? Yeah, little hopscotch uh, courts. What are, what are they called? <laughs> courts. <laughs> I don't know. Man, these Methodists, they know how to hop around. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, a Methodist to their madness. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Here's a great way to do some weed eating, especially if you have to take care of a long roadside curb. Get your weed eater out. Stick it on one of those hoverboards and then go at it like this guy. Yeah, that's a lawn jockey. He got a hoverboard. He has his weed eater. He has a lot of clients in this one subdivision. So instead of just walking and doing it, you know, just like any other average guy, he gets his weed eater out, goes on the hoverboard, he mashes the thing, and now he just goes along the side of the road in the subdivision and weed eats like this. He goes at a pretty fast click, too. I wonder how accurate he is. If he misses any spots. This is a smart dude. Yeah. It's quanti- quality, you know, quantity as opposed to quantity. How you know, do you quality. know? He I don't know. Like he's doing a really good job. Because you can't do it that fast. <laughs> Yeah, Jim would know. I would know. He weed eats all the time. I do it all the time. I had a lawn service. No, wait a minute. In Florida. For real? Yeah. How many clients did you have? Uh, enough to keep me, like, busy for 50 hours a week. That's pretty good. I know. Too bad they didn't have hoverboards back then. Maybe a skateboard. I did just... they have skateboards back then? No. Horse and buggy? Uh, there's some, yes. 